When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. My guest tonight is Emmy and Peabody Award-winning journalist who is a correspondent for CBS's 60 Minutes and the host of Anderson Cooper 360. Please welcome back to the Late Show, Anderson Cooper. So, uh, it, it's, it's, this is our third show back uh, with a full audience yeah. here. And um, it's, it's sort of striking how quickly things are starting to feel normal. Yes. To me. How, yeah. Was there a moment, at, or have you gotten there yet, where... Well, how about New York? You grew up in New York. Is, is there a moment when you felt like, oh, God, this is what New York feels like? Yeah, it's except been ghostly for part of the year. It has been ghostly, yeah, yeah. And I've been riding my bike all around the city because I've been going to the office really during most of the pandemic. And you could do it right down the middle of Broadway for part of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. no. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely feel like New York is back, but, but, but it's back in the way it's, like, way back. Like, when I grew up in New York City, and I live right by Washington Square Park, um, when I was a kid, Washington Square Park was where you went to get mugged. And, like... <laughs> I mean, if you had a pop, sorry, I have an appointment. I grew up in New York in the 70s and early 80s, and all we talked about as kids was when we're going like, to get mugged, getting mugged, who stole my bus pass. What's the etiquette for being mugged? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I walked through Washington Square Park the other day, and the whole, like, for a while, a couple of weeks ago, the northwest corner of the park had been taken over by... Uh, folks who were very, you know, uh, dedicated to using uh, substances and like there's like a rave, as a nightly rave scene. There's now. like there's a yes, there's a, a whatever rave. that means these yes. days. Yes, yeah. I mean I don't know why anyone would want to like go to a rave in Washington Square Park. It sounds like just awful to me. Uh, and I guess the last one on Saturday night, some people were stabbed, so that doesn't sound good. But uh, but yeah, the park has been. It's like back in the 70s. So like I feel like I'm like Back to the Future. So there's gonna be there's gonna be a punk scene. I, I'll yes. see I'll see you at Studio 54. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Did you go to Studio? Because your mom went to Studio. Did I went to, to Studio 54 twice. First time, both times my mom brought me, which tells you a little bit about how I was raised. Uh, <laughs> I was 11 years old, uh-huh. which again doesn't seem like uh-huh. a good idea. Honey, mommy's gonna go dance. You stay here with Mick and Bianca. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> this is not a joke. First time I went. It was for the premiere of The Wiz, because uh, sure. my mom was dating Sidney Lumet, and I went in a caravan with Michael Jackson, and uh, I didn't really know who Michael Jackson was, because I didn't really listen to music as a kid, because I was playing Dungeons and Dragons like you were, and, uh, 
I, I, my, my only memory of Studio 54 that night was seeing Michael Jackson dance with somebody, and I turned to the person next to me, and I said, well, he's really good at that. He should pursue that. <laughs> so but I like... I, well, the most believable part of that <laughs> uh, story is that an 11-year-old Anderson Cooper would use the phrase, he should pursue oh, that. Oh, no, I was... Yeah, no, that's totally true. I was very concerned about how He people... should broaden his horizons, mother. <laughs> <laughs> and the second time we went, uh, Grace Jones performed. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. And I never... I, in my memory, I don't know if this actually happened, but at some point, with the microphone cable, she seemed to have made some sort of a... like a, a noose, put it around the neck of some guy in the audience, and I remember him, her lifting him up, like, out with of her seat. <laughs> I don't think that actually happened, but that's how it looked to me at 11. Um, okay, so now... <laughs> so, yeah. New this York... all sounds really fun to me, actually. <laughs> um, now you're a dad It's a very yourself. relatable childhood, I think. <laughs> you know? You're, uh, speaking of childhood and relating to it, you are now a dad I of your dad. own. Yes. Of, of, of young Wyatt right yes. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Turn, turned one. Yeah, he just he turned one uh, April 27th. He turned one years old. Is, and, he uh, is he talking? He talks in a dialect of, of Hindi or Urdu. I'm not sure, but it's incredible. It's a really interesting dialect. I'm trying to understand exactly what it is. But okay. he, it doesn't make any sense at this point, but, but he's very committed to it. Look at those eyes. I know. The eyes do not fall far from the dad there. I know, I know. But what, what's, so just uh, for the first time, I, I was away in Israel last week. It was my first work trip for 60 Minutes. And I was doing an interview, and I get this text from uh, uh, Wyatt's other dad, Benjamin. And he said, uh, he just walked, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Yeah, you would think that would be my reaction. My reaction was fury. <laughs> that I was like... I can't believe, A, I can't believe I missed this, that I'm doing this interview and in Israel, of all places. And uh, secondly, then I got really pissed at Benjamin for, I was like, in my household when I grew up, you would lie about everything. So, like, he should have just lied. And he shouldn't have said he just walked. He should have lied and said, oh, no, he's not walking at all. Mm -hmm. So when I got home and he walked, we would all be like, oh, my God, it's the first walk. I... Wow. Wow. Like, oh. yeah. But the thing is, and he walks m missing your missing your child's first uh, walk. Right, proves you are a father. <laughs> I know exactly. Yes, that's yeah. that's what that's. And what he often walks happens. like a drunken sailor, and uh, not like, well. Then he walks like someone at the rave in in Washington Square Park, uh, which makes me a little worried about what he was doing in Israel. Don't give him a knife. <laughs> now, uh, Sunday Father's Day. This yes. is this, this is your second. Yeah. Um, how it's... has father... What? Yeah. Huh? No, go ahead. What, is it, did I get something wrong? No, no. You're no, fact-checking right. me this no, is your father's yeah, father? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny, though, because your producer said... Uh, I talked to her on the phone before I came here, and she was like, oh, you know, Stephen may ask you about this weekend. I was like, oh, good, great. I was like, what's this weekend? And <laughs> oh, she was like, right. it's Father's Day. And I was sure. like, oh, because uh, my dad died when I was 10, just as, as, as her dad mine, yeah. died when he was 10. And for me, Father's Day was something I avoided... I just, I, I just did not acknowledge it. And when all kids in school, and I think for anybody out there who lost a parent early, you know, holidays and especially Father's Day, when you don't have a dad, it's just 
it's not even bittersweet. It's just like... Kind of inexplicable. Yeah, it's inexplicable. And, you, like, the pain was so great for my entire, most of my life. Like, I didn't know Father's Day was this date. Um, and yet, the interesting thing for me about having a, a son, a child, is it has made me sort of connect with my dad and my my mom's past and my brother's past uh, in a way that I never really anticipated. Like, it, it, like I feel like... I am in communion with them in some strange way, and I remember things about my dad that I never remembered before because I'm experiencing them with Wyatt as a dad. It's really interesting. Oh, that's very beautiful. Yeah. That's very um, beautiful. I'm very happy for you. That's Yeah, no, it's incredible. It's an unexpected gift of being a father. Yeah, it really is. And it's amazing. Even like little... So uh, my mom uh, pa- uh, painted a lot, and she did a portrait of her and my father, which I really like, and I put it outside Wyatt's room, awesome. And every morning when I walk by, he stops and he insists on going over and touching the portrait of my mom and my dad, which I find really uh, wonderful. That is, that is very beautiful. I've always said, I've, I've always said, it, I've always said to people who are about to have kids that you know it's it can be hard, but it's always beautiful. Yeah. Even when you think like oh, I don't know how can I go on? I haven't slept in days. Right. There's always something beautiful about it, and it hits. It kind of taps you on the shoulder and punches you in the face in times you don't expect it. <laughs> it punches you uh, with the beauty, yeah. and it's not that it's not painful. Right. But it is absolutely really human and does connect you on some primal level to not only your father but all the fathers yeah, no, t- all the way back. Yeah. Right. And it, I mean, you know, you always hear I, every cliche becomes true. You, you know, it changes the way you think about the world and and it makes you feel more deeply i feel like sort of i did not know my heart could grow like new chambers and new ventricles i'm not sure what a ventricle is but you know the the, the heart stuff it's in there, yeah, it's in there. yeah it de- uh, it degrinchifies you de what degrinchifies you yeah that's true are you familiar with the story <laughs> of how the grinch stole christmas <laughs> Oh, that one I paid attention to. Okay, trust me. just making sure. Now, okay, so do you have plans for the weekend? Are you going to? Uh, I'm going to go uh, hang out with uh, uh, Benjamin's uh, other dad. I mean, my Wyatt's other dad, Benjamin, his papa, huh? and Benjamin's me. dad can come too. That'd yeah. be cool. Uh, and we're going to go hang out in Connecticut and just just be dads. Can I pick? I got a bone to pick with you, though. Uh-oh. Is that uh, you seem to be taking this dad thing very seriously, and that's great. It's yeah. wonderful and beautiful, and everything you've said is great. Right. Um, <laughs> wow. That really came from the heart. It really did. It really did. But you'll that. see why in just a second. Where, where's the dad bod, though? Anderson, you're not really committed until I see a yeah. gut. What's going yeah. on here? All well, right? See, this is what a dad right. looks like. <laughs> this is a dad, okay? Right there, baby. Yeah. There it is. Let's, anything? Anything? Yeah. Well, you know, Stephen, I'm a gay man. We can't let ourselves go like you guys. <laughs> higher standards. Yes. Higher, gotta, higher standards. I mean, okay. Would have set an example. Well, we have to take a little bit of a break, but please stick around. We'll be right back with more Anderson Cooper. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy.
co-host of Anderson Cooper 360, Anderson Cooper. Anderson, I want to take a moment to talk about uh, the, the big summit that happened today. Yeah. I mean, every news organization was just blasting it as for days. I'm sure CNN had a countdown clock. Did they have a countdown clock? <laughs> yeah. Legally, yeah, Wolf you was have there. Wolf, Wolf was there. there. And, Actually, uh, and, and Biden and the president kind of uh, sort of pushed back at our reporter, Caitlin uh, Collins, who asked a very reasonable question. And, uh, about like, confidence, that thing? Something about confidence. He yeah, bit yeah. her head off, is what he did. <laughs> but then he apologized. No, I know he did. Yeah, which I is the weirdest thing from a president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what, you've watched these. You've been yeah. to these. You were yes. in Helsinki, right? I was at the, uh, the, stink, what, the Stinky what, in Helsinki. Stinky in Helsinki, yeah. <laughs> that, that still blows my mind. That still... That I that remember, happened, yeah. That that happened. I, and, I, in fact, I remember after it happened, after that, that live press conference happened where they were both together and, and the, the president, of the, then president of the United States, sided with Vladimir Putin against yes. the United States. Mm -hmm. um, and invited him and said, I'm inviting him to the White House. Right, yeah. And he was yes. like, I don't know why he would have been if he had. Um, but uh, I just remember... <laughs> really? It was President Jackie Mason? Yes, he was. He was, yeah, yeah. I don't know why he would have been if he had. <laughs> Yeah. This schmuck over here <laughs> asked me a question. I don't know why I lapsed into that I Jackie Mason. But I liked voice. it. I liked yeah. it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Joe Jackie. He was uh, Joe Jackie was at the Studio 54 too. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see him on Broadway? Maybe he was in this theater. Did you? But did you? I mean, what did you make of the day? Do you think we learned anything? Not. I mean, not really. No. I mean, I think this was more about uh, you know the the Biden White House wanting to kind of reset the United States on a global stage, send a message of to the world about where the United States is right now. It's like the entire promise of the Biden presidency is, we're going to normal the <laughs> out of this. <laughs> You're going to be so bored right, by right. how normal right. this I mean, is like, be. You, you, I mean, the things that came out of it, okay, they're both going to have the ambassadors go back and be the ambassadors. Like, okay, that's the headline? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> ugh, I'm not sure how great a headline that is. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Lovely to see thank you again. You. Thanks for being you. here. Have a happy day with, with Wyatt and Benjamin. This has been The Late Show Pacho with Stephen Colbert. The Late Show will be back from fall break on October 24th with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pacho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Late Show Poncho listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts.